the one thing I've come to understand is anyone could get anyone a deal if you have the deal. Yeah. If you have someone willing to put up money sure. for a deal, anyone's attainable. You, you want to get Billy Joel to do a private concert at your wedding? He'll do it. Six million dollars. He's going to do it. And you could get, you grab that money, you could get to him. We were talking it's about that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, attainable. Yeah. It's all attainable if you have your pieces right. And I think if you could do that and really get that in your head that it is attainable, you go after, you know, trying to get it. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. Guys, what's up? Back for another episode. Super excited for today. We're here with Vo, a celeb agent for stars that you know and have probably watched, Hulk Hogan, Dennis Rodman, many others, and uh, we shared a lot of cool stories and uh, we share a lot of uh, similarities in like our mindset around hustle, making stuff happen, figuring it out, not being afraid, um, and even some of the the ways that you know the people you represent have built their brands is so in sync with what I teach, what I've built on a smaller scale, of course. Absolutely. Uh, maybe I'll be the next Hulk one day. Who knows? But um, welcome. Thanks for being here. The pleasure to be here, brother. Pleasure to be. Here. I love this office, man. This place, this setup looks unbelievable, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Rocking well, and rolling. We try and stand out, just like you know, you guys are, right? And the guys you're representing, they've done an amazing job of building that personal brand. And we were just talking, like Hulk. He's 40 years, right? He's he's gone. There's not many people in his yeah. space that have survived that long. So it's unbelievable. May, maybe let's start with that. Like, what what have you watched from the outside representing him for so many years? What how's he been able to do that? I think just the energy that he's always brought to the ring, um, as we were talking before, like he realized that it wasn't the body slams. It was how he interacted with the crowd, yep. looking at the crowd, getting their passion. As soon as he slammed someone, you turn the head and look at the crowd and the crowd would go wild. And I think that's the most important thing he's he's done to really get his brand, you know, so solid over the last 40 years. He's the type of guy, there's a, we were in San Diego um, and we were stopped at a light and this this lady was walking her son who happened to be in a wheelchair and he goes, brother, stop the car. He gets out of the car and he goes to this, this kid in the wheelchair and he hugs him and he goes, just give me your energy, brother. I just need your energy. And everyone on the street went wild and, and he really needed it. And when he got back into the car, he said, God, God put me in this position. That's why you know, yep. I was here. And I was yep. just like, and that was early on in my relationship with him. And I was like, this is why Hulkamania is what it is today. Yeah. So like one thing that I mean, it's great. A lot of my listeners, you know, they're entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, influencers, or people trying to build an online business and start out in this realm. And I talk a lot and, you know, obviously I have it here, right? Like the uniqueness, the standing yep. out, building the personal brand. And I mean, we talked earlier, which I want to move into a bit. It's like people I think are in, I always say in society, at least, you're ingrained in your brain as a child to do the opposite. If you stand out, you be loud, you shout, you're different, you want to dress different, yeah. you're a bad person, you get told off in school, your parents say, no, you can't wear that, everyone else wears this. Yeah. You can't say that, this, you know, like, but everyone that's achieved greatness in life is different, right? Amen. So, and you, we were talking about, you went out and did, figured it out, and that's where you are today, right? You created yeah. your life too, yeah. by, like saying, why can't I do it this way? So what's your take on that? Absolutely. I mean, I'm 39 years old right now. When I was 27 years old, I had absolutely nothing. 
and I was helping um, a friend of mine with his son's rock band. And I knew of Darren Prince, who's our CEO of Prince Marketing Group. And I set up a meeting with him and I brought a promotional deck of this kid rock band. They were called Going Dark at the time. So Darren says to me, he goes, I really want to you know, try to send this to a daytime show like an Ellen DeGeneres or Wendy Williams. Just so happened I knew exactly where Wendy Williams lived. Yeah. She lived right across the street from a friend of mine, John, that Wendy's son used to play basketball with. So I told him I'm going straight to the house, and Darren was like, you can't do that. Like, that's not the way this business I is. Was, man. But 27, when you have nothing and you're trying to make your mark in life, you go after it. Good. So I took the promotional deck. I put on a suit that didn't even fit. I was busting out of it. It was the only suit I owned. <laughs> and I went right to her house and I knocked on Wendy Williams' door and she answers on the intercom. She goes, hello. And I said, hi, Miss Williams. I'm here with a promotional deck. I have to uh, drop off to you. And she goes, what? Hold on. She waits about five minutes. She opens the door and she reams me one. She destroys me. What are you doing at my house? Be there. Cursing me off. I had to think quick. And... I did not even meet Hulk Hogan yet. And I said, oh, I represent Hulk Hogan. I work for Prince Marketing Group. I didn't work with this company yet. And right when I said that, and also I did say, I, I play basketball with your son across the street. You know, I never met her son before. She started to take steps back. And then all of a sudden she started apologizing to me. So I'm like, this is working. So she goes, she goes, I, you know, this is not the way it's done. She goes, but I will look at the deck. She goes, if you want, she goes, I'll send my son over across the street. <laughs> she goes to play basketball if you're going over there. And I was like, oh, no, that's okay. Just yeah. Tell him I said hello. I got in the car and I left. So I told Darren and his business partner, Nick, what I did. That was a Friday night. Sunday, Nick calls me up and basically says to me, he goes, go to the office tomorrow and just tell Dennis, uh, Darren, you're, you're an agent. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, trust me. He goes, it'll... He goes, I know him. He won't know what to do. He'll just invite you in. I go, okay. So the next morning, like a little kid, nothing to lose. I knocked on Darren's door and at his office and I go, hi, Darren. I'm here to be an agent. And he was just like, all right, well, come on in. And here you are today. Here I am today. <laughs> I've been with the company ever since. Well, so there's three things I want to like break down here, which mm -hmm. I mean is like super cool when you step out of it. Number one is there's a ton of people listening right now that they just need to go and knock on that one door that could change absolutely. their life and they're yeah. too afraid to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? If And I don't under, I guess I did understand this, but then when I got to the point in my early 20s, when I got to my, when I started getting 27, I was like, you know what? If I have nothing to lose and I have nothing, there should be nothing besides not having anything at 27. Yeah. There's nothing else I should be embarrassed about. I shouldn't be embarrassed about asking for something i shouldn't be embarrassed about going after something um if you're the smartest person in the room find a new room yep i never want to be that person yep. ever and i started to learn that that i said you know what i'm going to go into rooms that people could outwit me could outdo me in every fashion i'm going to try to learn 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 and i think that's where we get held up and i think that's a more adolescent thing that we get stuck in from high school it's ingrained so the embarrassment yeah. side yeah right? absolutely the rejection yeah, the re yeah. yeah. fear of rejection yeah. Yeah. is it, that's a drug in itself yeah yeah that that 
could, you know, really compromise what it ruins a lot great. of people's lives. Hundred percent. So 100%. many people. The fear of failure, the fear yeah. of rejection is stopping a lot of people that yeah. are listening today and thousands of people that could be great, whether it's sport, whether it's finding their perfect husband or wife, whether it's taking the risk, right? It's like whether it's asking their boss to move into a different role that they know they could love and instead they just quit because they're too scared to ask. Absolutely. The fear of rejection turns into regret later on. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I think the second thing that I pulled out of that that's kind of hidden in there is I teach in a lot of marketing and business find familiar, familiarity. You knocked on that door and figured out how do I create some level playing field, right? Absolutely. And when you did that, Everything changed. You said, yeah. took a step back, and now it was an even playing field. Yep. And I think that's so key in business and in marketing and entrepreneurship. And even when I'm working with big players, I find for me, how do I level the playing field and find that middle ground? So it's like, hey, we can now connect versus yeah. it being this big disconnect. Yep. And I think that's super important. Is Absolutely. That Steven Tyler from Aerosmith you know, said, you know, be that person until that person becomes you. Yeah. So I gave myself the illusion. That was my first, number three. My number three was going to be that, that figure out, act as in the person you want to become. There we go. See, it's a synergy, brother. I knew it yeah. there when yeah. I walked into the office. Yeah. You know, be that person until that person becomes you. Yeah. I gave myself the illusion, and I gave Wendy Williams the illusion. I was sort of on the same level which I was nowhere near at. And once she thought I was, then it all got easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. So, yeah. so, number three, act as who you want to become. I always teach people in business, I'm like, hey, you're, you want to know the reason you're not a millionaire, right? Right now, it's because you're not doing millionaire stuff. Amen. You're still you're still doing $6 an hour stuff, trying to be a millionaire and trying yeah. to run a million dollar business. I'm like, the minute you start acting like you're a millionaire, is the quicker you'll start the journey to become it, right? Like Amen, if, you're, if you're still trying to edit your freaking blog post, there ain't millionaires ain't doing that. I'm not doing that, right? I'm figuring out how do I land a 50K deal, a 100K deal, a million dollar deal? How do I buy this business? How do I hire this rock star, right? Like start living the life that you want to become versus living the life that you're already in. Absolutely. Can't say it, can't say it enough. And I think I... Knew, I, I was aware of that young when I started to believe in that my life changed. Well, and that's the cool thing about being with the celebs, right? Because we talked about character. So I think there's a good transition into that. The, the Especially, you know, the ones that you represent, you know, Hulk, Dennis, right? Yeah. They have created created some of the best characters in the world. Yeah. Right? And that's Absolutely. why their legacy is so long. Yep. yep. So what, do you, what have you seen spending years with them and behind the scenes in if someone wants to create a character for their self, their brand, their online business, how, what have you learned from them? I think the the biggest thing with that character is it's almost not it's not a character. It's who you it are. It becomes them. It yes. becomes yeah. them. Yeah. Hulk is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Dennis Rodman is Dennis Rodman. Charlie Sheen his became the biggest, highest paid um television actor. Being Charlie Sheen on Two and a Half Men, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. basically how he dresses, yeah. basically how he is, and he's an awesome guy. Yeah, and that's who he is. It's so the same with me in the red. Up, yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like, that's yeah. who you are. You know, so we put blue on you. You're not gonna have the same yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Team Red it's all the way. And yeah. when it's who you are, it's it's easy. It's not it's not it's not a character anymore. Yeah. Like Hulk Hogan, like we were talking about before too, like Macho Man. 
Macho Man Randy Savage was Macho Man 24-7. I was saying this to my wife. I was like, she was asking about the red. Like, hey, because at first it was like I was filming in it and then it became everyone in the office is wearing it and now it's the whole brand and the yeah. personal brand. And she's like, why? And I'm like, the best way I described it, which is going to sound weird, is if you've watched Spider-Man, right? And it's like, you don't put on the suit, eventually you got bit by the spider and now that's part of your DNA. Yeah. And I feel that's how it is with Hulk and Dennis. Absolutely. Right? It, it becomes a part of your being. Yeah. Um, it's it's like it's two different guys, the the character to yeah. know, who you are, but it's such a mess. Like I, everyone... Everyone in the business, Vovo. I don't even think half my clients know my real name. It's Chris, by the way. But how do they? But when people call me Chris, besides my parents or girlfriend, it's it's weird. It's to weird, me. right? Yeah. yeah, like I, yeah, doesn't buy, doesn't get my character out. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm going to interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests. And I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money into this podcast to bring you the latest and greatest, the best entrepreneurs from around the world that are crushing life, crushing their business and giving you all the tools, the mindset hacks, the knowledge and the environment you need to be successful. So do me a favor, if you've got any amount of value from today's episode so far or any previous episode or any of the content I've done, it would mean the world to me if you hit a five-star review, give us your feedback on the show, the episodes and subscribe and download. Plus, if you do that and send me a screenshot on Instagram at Rudy Moore Life, I will send you a bunch of my free training, marketing courses, sales courses worth $499. Yes, $500 worth of courses for a simple 30-second review. It would mean the world to me. Send me that screenshot. I would love for you to leave that review, and I would appreciate it very, very much so we can keep growing this show and make it awesome. So let's get back into the episode. I appreciate you guys. And let's dive back in. And I think another piece there too, like there is some strategy involved, at least in my world, right? Like Hulk, like there was some strategy in the early days to figure that out, I feel. And that's why he's different to many of the wrestlers that didn't become the next Hulk, right? Yeah. Like figuring out, like you said, it's not it's not the move so much. It's the character, the brand, the it's signature. The, it's, the, it's the charisma. It was everything outside of wrestling. Yeah. Everyone's body slamming, everyone's suplexing. It's the look of the fans. It's the promos. Yep. You know, especially back then, staring at a camera and, you know, cutting that promo like never before, you know, and that's what got the fans, you know, Macho Man with the, oh, the cream always rises to the top. You know, <laughs> it was a different level. <laughs> And yeah. I believe that yeah. cream always rises to Yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the same in marketing. Like what we teach is there's a lot, like for me, right? I started in Facebook ads and became famous as the ad guru and doing that. And now I'm here and that was my kind of old, my start. But there was a lot of people that teach Facebook ads, run marketing, and are becoming marketers. But there's very few that get to my level. There's like five or 10 of us, right? That are this successful now. But it's because... I took a basic concept, like there's a lot of wrestlers that don't become the Hulk, right? There's a basic concept, but then you have to go and like, how do I stand out? How do I create that uniqueness? How do I differentiate myself from everyone? Say, what about Dennis with basketball? Yeah, that, I right? mean, with him, 
it was it was the it was the hair and tattoos. No one did that at that time. Yeah, he was a pioneer. It looks now that everyone's has yeah, tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one cares what you do with your hair. But they had billboards in Chicago where the hair would change colors yeah. every week or whenever he was doing. Like they would change yeah. the colors. So it was it was that worm character that he made. Yeah. And know? I watched some stuff of him like traveling as well uh, international he was so yeah. famous around the yeah. world because even now we go we go to beijing it's like he just won the championship yeah, last yeah. night wow. they go insane and obviously with the north korea you know situation all of asia they just they still love them um so yeah it's unbelievable and what, and what about um you've spent a lot of time with high profile people okay and i would say the top one percent there's so many similarities my mom was a gold medalist in triathlon so i spent, oh, nice. went to olympic games and oh, it's great out with olympians and pro athletes my whole life and people interview me a lot and say what's the how have you got this mindset of elitism and it's like i grew up in it i and people always say why do you i want to be a billionaire and i share amen. that amen and they say why and i go well if you're playing in the nba None of those guys go on there and go, I don't want to win. It's like, why would you show yeah. up if you don't want to win the championship or whatever, right? So what have you seen amongst all these celebrities, the top 1%, what are some of the common traits that they share? The com I think the common traits they share is they all took it upon themselves to change their lives. Love that. Each one said to themselves, at one step or another, I'm not going to be poor because I have to do this. I am not going to be ordinary because I am going to do this. I'm, and they all did. I love it. Um, no one told them what to do. No one told them. It was they all made that decision to themselves. And they flat out all told themselves that that was what was going to happen. And that's what happened. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and there's so many people watching this or listening to this right now where it starts with that decision. I say, yeah. you got to take the first step. You might not have, like Dennis Rodman, Hulk Hogan, all these guys, they didn't have the plan mapped out for 40 yeah. years. They, you know, yeah. no one does, right? No. I don't. I didn't know I'd be here doing this with all this red, blah, blah, blah. But I took the first step yeah. and that's why I'm successful. But most people are like, just they're so back in the fear, what will happen? I need to figure it out. I'm not ready yeah. yet. But yeah. these guys took the step. Absolutely. Right? And I think where I sort of gel with them sometimes is... It's it's hard to sit, pick out a certain situation, but I've know I I know I've done this before where certain things would happen, and with you know whether it's a media you know something some type of scandal whatever's going on, and a lot of people on the team would be like oh we, we need we, we need to fix this we need a you know quality country we we gotta fix this. And I'm like, no, we got to double down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah there's yeah. no fix. Yeah, Let's yeah. double down on it. And yeah, then, I love that's that. That's when they light up. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I'm with Vogue. Yeah. Let's double down on. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and because that's their mentality. Like, I like go it. after it. Go after it. See what happens. Stretch the limit. Yeah. You know, that's the only way something's going to happen if you stretch the limit. You stay in your comfort zone. We all know what happens. Nothing. So, so I say something that you'll like. Then, so I say play into your extremes. Love right. It. So that's that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. Play to your play to your extremes. You said. Yeah, Maybe? play into your extremes. Unbelievable. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you this: What was your about to reverse the sure, interview? Sure, sure, but, sure. You know, I'm just, There had to be a moment for you where you're like, "Am I allowed to curse on here?" Sure, go for it. Yeah. You're like, "Fuck, I got it." I I remember it vividly. I know you do. Yeah. So for a long time, like we had. 
I had more capital. I had the brand, the company. We were all doing well. But we have a meeting every single week. I don't share this publicly normally, but internally it's one of my secrets. I mean, I have a meeting every single week and it's called Billion Dollar Brand. And it's all my executives and me. And it's the only meeting in the hour of the week where we can be stupid. We don't have to leave with a ton of stuff. It's not like going through project lists. And we have eight pillars. I created eight pillars that I think are needed for me to be a billionaire and a billion dollar brand. And it's all these different pillars of success, like famous TV, new, you know, like pillars of relationships. And every week we meet on there and we just talk about big stuff, big crazy ideas. And one of the eight pillars is the tribe and community. And I couldn't quite, I couldn't put my like thumb on it, like exactly what it stands for. And the red kept compounding. I was doing the red ads. Everyone knew me with the red. And after COVID, events stopped and then restarted. And I speak at a lot of events. And I said, and I was always in the red, right? And people even knew me at the events because they knew my brand. I was well known in the space. Or if they didn't know exactly who I was, they're like, you're the guy with the red ads all the time and the red everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And um, I, I was in Cabo Airport, right? Cabo about 18 months ago. And events had restarted after COVID. And I'd been to a few of them. And every time I went, I kept get hearing this thing. It's like, Rudy, I love all your red stuff. I'm not seeing you for a year. You're crushing it. You're everywhere. Or it's like, hey, you're the red guy, right? And I had heard it a few times. And we were on this billion-dollar brands meeting. I was doing it from Cabo Airport. I was stood in line to check in. And I'm like, guys, I got it. It's the red. Like, we just got to go all in on the red. That's awesome. And, and here we are. And, you know, then, like, a big part of the red for me was a play on the Matrix. Take the red pill and live in Wonderland. Build your dream life and screw the norm. Like, get out of the Matrix. Love you know, it. live in Wonderland, right? Build your dream life. Um, but that was the moment. And that's when, and it just keeps compounding now. And it's like, it's, it was, like, annoying me in my core because there's just something missing. There was, yeah. like, one piece of the puzzle, you know? When yeah, you, yeah. Something. And Absolutely. you're, like, freaking one piece missing. What is it? Yeah. And then I got it. Oh, that's great. That's great. And I think that's the same for a lot of people. Like they're doing pieces of it and then it likes it, it like yeah. it, it go it clicks at yep. some point and then it goes. Absolutely like that. absolutely. Again, back to Hulk, it was that look. He talks about it all the time. It was wait a second, me looking at the yeah. camera is what I wonder if he has for. that I wonder if he has that moment when it clicked one like You know, yeah, I I don't know if he, he's he says it sort of I, like an overtime thing he started yeah, yeah. to realize but but, but I wonder I'm if sure, there was that moment. I, you I, I, ask know, him. I have to ask him. Yeah, ask him yeah, if I have to that ask him. It's probably like lying in bed at eleven PM yeah. one night yeah. or there's like yeah. a, an article on the news, like the famous look. Yeah. And he's like, that's it. Yeah. That's it, right? So, yep. uh, yeah, let me know. Let me know. Absolutely. So, so let's go back to, uh, I love like the being extreme, taking the risk, making stuff happen. You know, we uh, spoke offline. I'm like, hey, unless you're going to go to jail, hurt someone or hurt yourself, you've got nothing to lose. Absolutely. Right. So what would you say to people listening now? They want to be successful. They want to change their life but they've been ingrained in society to not take risks, to not do that, to be normal, to be like compressed down like yeah. sheep, what would you say to those people? I would say nothing embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed about anything. Go after it. If you're the smartest person in the room, find a new room. That's not the room you want to be in. If you're the smartest person in the world, then don't get stuck in that old high school mindset of you got to be the coolest one there, yeah. you got to be the coolest <laughs> one there. Like that will lead to disaster later on in life. And you want to surround yourself. I know it's very cliche to surround yourself with people that have done it before, but 
how many people don't do it. So, yeah. and, you know, you really have to do it and you have to force yourself to do it. Yeah. Um, because yeah, no, no one's gonna, no one's gonna do it for you. And in at like, again, with me 27 and having nothing, I was more, when I realized that's the only thing I should be embarrassed of, I said to myself, okay, I'll knock on every Wendy Williams door there is until someone answers the door and it's the right door for me to walk through. And that's sort of what I did. And I would tell anyone to keep doing the same. I love that. So final question is like, we talk, you know, our whole brand is take the red pill, live the dream life, you know, or the blue pill. Team red brother. What's the moment you took that red pill? Um... I would say when when I was dealing with North Korea and getting Ronman over there on those trips and meeting with Kim Jong-un and just trying to improve dialogue yeah. and realizing that there's two things in the world that bring people together, sports and music. If Pearl Jam plays in China, everyone's singing the words. They don't, if, whether they know what they means or not, it brings people together. Sure. So we said, let's try to... Let's start there. Let's start with sports. They like basketball. We like basketball. It, it, it would be dialogue. If both parties leave with smiles on their faces, it's a step in the right direction. And that's when we, that's what we did. And I think I didn't realize the, the whole premise of what I was doing, nor did I realize people were looking until my moment that I knew I, I made it or I did something was I was at, JNR Cigar Lounge in, in New Jersey, big giant cigar lounge, just having a cigar. It was right after one of our trips. And this lady comes after me and she spits on the ground and smacks me. And I'm like, well, my cigar. And I'm like, fuck just happened. I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm in shock. She goes, you scumbag should never have went there. And our, we had a documentary that was on, you know, Showtime. And that's when I knew, I'm like, oh my God, I, I think I made some of myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got smacked by a random person. I, took it I was like, so I was pissed off for a second. And then I was like, I guess it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was my moment. And I love that. That's pretty cool. Cool. <laughs> so, so any final, you know, to wrap up today. Any cool story of the celebs, any final words for people that are trying to build that that dream life and live the red life? What would you say? I would just say go out, try everything, go after it. Um, you know, the one thing I've come to understand is anyone could get anyone a deal if you have the deal. Yeah. If you have someone willing to put up money sure. for a deal, anyone's attainable. You, you want to get Billy Joel to do a private concert at your wedding? He'll do it. Six million dollars. He's going to do it. And you could get, you grab that money, you could get to him. We were it's talking attainable. about that. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, attainable. Yeah. It's all attainable if you have your pieces right. And I think if you could do that and really get that in your head that it is attainable, you go after, you know, trying to get it. I love it. So summary, take the risk. Don't be afraid to ask. Build the character, right? Become the character. Find Amen. your uniqueness. Yep. Play into it and never give up. Amen. Be that person until that person becomes you. Thanks, buddy. Great Same to have you here. Same here. Pleasure.